Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. We're so glad you're here. This is kind of fun because today I'm on camera. I have three husbands of clients that are here today. I'm going to let them introduce their own selves with their own names because as we were just laughing about behind the scenes, we have some crazy name stuff happening with people's wives and husbands, same names, and it's fun. So why don't we start with you, Andy, since you're, I did say your name, right? Since you're at the top of my Zoom screen, Andy, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us maybe who your wife is and anything else you want to share about you. Sure. Um, so my name's Andy Clark. My wife is Alex. Um, we have two daughters. The oldest is Catherine. She is about two years old. And our youngest is Lucy, and she's turning one. Such cool so, names. Um, that's that's kind of a big thing. I'm, I guess, as an introduction to me, I'm an attorney. I'm 28. Got a house. These are the basics. <laughs> what kind stuff. of legal stuff do you do? Uh, I'm. I do some business litigation and some um, employment litigation and counseling. Um, nice. Yeah. Here in Houston, Texas. Houston. Nice. I come yeah. from a family of, I have my dad and my stepdad are both lawyers. So God bless you. you God know. bless me. Yeah. I read contracts yeah. before I sign them. That's, that's the, <laughs> that's what I was raised to know how yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Alex. Yep. Tell us about so, you. My name is uh, Alex Clark. Uh, my wife's name is Brittany. Uh, we have four children, Madeline, or we call her Linny. Who's, she's 10 years old. Uh, Hazel is seven. Thomas is four and Gretchen is one. A um, little bit about myself. I'm 35 years old. Um, I work in IT uh, for a local credit union here in Utah. Nice. Um, I love the credit be, unions. I love credit uh, unions. <laughs> all about credit unions. Yeah. And I was and that, not just because I'm working for them. I was all about credit unions before. It's great. My wife, Brittany, she's a stay-at-home mom. We have a house here in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Um, we just celebrated our 12th wedding anniversary last week. Um, wow. Congrats, guys. 12 years. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's about all I can think of. Yeah, now. and she currently homeschools your four kids, right? Yeah, yes. Um, we're, we're out for summer break, but she's still doing we're, She She has homeschooled for multiple years, mm -hmm. and we will continue homeschooling. Awesome. She, she has a background in elementary education. And so it really hmm. works out well for her to, to be, for us, for her and us to be able to homeschool. Ah, how handy is that? I could have used one of those when I decided to homeschool. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you guys. Okay. And Colton, you want to introduce yourself? Sure thing. I'm Colton Thompson. My wife is Carly Thompson. Uh, we live here in Utah. We live in North Ogden. Um, I'm 30. And we have three little kids. So we have Olivia, who is six, Ivy, who is three, and Aubrey, who is one. Um, 
I'm a business analyst for a restaurant company. And so I'm basically the numbers guy. I love it. And yeah, similar thing for my wife. She's stay at home mom. She's homeschooling our, our oldest. Uh, we just got done with kindergarten and kind of taking a little more of a break for summer. And then we're just already starting to plan first grade. So that's so cool. It's a little bit about me and Carly. Cool. I should probably plan sometime. That's a good idea. <laughs> I didn't tell you guys about this, but now I just want to know, like, what made you be willing to get on this podcast and, and like talk to people about um, your wives getting help and coaching? Like, if you want to share, nobody has to. I think the, the reason I got on was just because I've seen a big impact, um, big change in my wife and how she you know, lives day to day. And you know, I just wanted to be able to kind of give back as a, a thank you for that. So that's why I hopped on the podcast. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Thank you. That's so cool. Thank you. Nobody has to share. I just want to, I just was curious, but if anybody else wants to share, they can. Uh, it was like kind of like two or three months into some of the postpartum depression that we were dealing with. And I remember like, kind of searching online, seeing if there was like anybody that was like any husband that was dealing with the same, uh, BS. And I was just like, <laughs> had a lot of like, just like, God, like, when is it going to end? Like, what it, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, how is this guy feeling? Um, like, that's why we and, didn't bring the wives on this episode, by the way, they're not here I, to defend I, themselves. I definitely, I definitely think that there are more resources like for wives than there are for the husbands in these yeah. situations. I didn't. So I was happy to jump on and, you know, within some bounds of decency, talk, talk about it. Yeah. 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 We're being real here. Stuff ain't, yeah. stuff ain't easy. Cool. Yeah. And for me, it's, you know, same as Andy and Colton. Um, and for me, it was also, I hadn't really thought about it. You know, I, I did it because, you know, you asked and Felicia asked. And yeah. at first I was a little hesitant because I'm a, I, I don't like opening up about personal things. I mean, what guy does, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, <laughs> and, but, but I, I realized that seeing that difference in my wife and seeing the stuff that we went through both for her and me, um, I, I just have the thought like, you know, if I could reach one of those, one of those stubborn guys that says, Oh, I don't need help. Oh, I'm, I don't, um, it's, it, you know, help isn't for, help isn't for me. It's like, it's okay. Yeah. It, it's okay. We're, yeah. we're all men here. It's okay to have help. Yeah. It's okay to, it's okay to reach out for some help. Yeah. Or to support your wife in so doing and to, yeah. to finance that and pay for it or co-pay for it, depending on the situation, you know, cool. I think it's personally, I think it's always co-paying because I'm like the money is everybody's it's um, and that is one thing wives tend to have a big misconception about. I don't know. And maybe it's husbands perpetuated. I don't know where I know. I definitely experienced this feeling of like the, the money is his because he earns it versus seeing what an asset I am to the family. Like if, if I wasn't watching the kids all day, he'd have to pay a lot of money for that. So I don't know if you guys have thoughts on that, but that just popped into my head. Like that whole misunderstanding we, we kind of get into sometimes the value of a wife, <laughs> you know, if she needs something. It's yeah. Like, yeah, dude, go for it. Yeah. I trust her. With trust and her. I feel like you said the key there is like our, our money. So, I mean, when you, when you get married, when you make those promises, a lot of things that were yours now become ours and yeah. it's, it doesn't matter who, who does what it's still ours. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I'm actually the full-time provider currently. I don't know if it'll always be that way. And it definitely wasn't that way for the first seven years of our marriage. We, it was either him or both of us for a bit. Um, and it's, I can definitely see how it can be easier to take on the perspective of like, no, it's my money, but it's just not legit. Like, it's just not a thing. It's totally not a thing. So I'm glad I'm so, I'm like really grateful to you guys. And I'm sure your wives would agree that, um, you were willing to part with some dollars to help your wives get what they felt like they needed. So let's talk about that moment when they felt like they needed stuff. Um, I want to know what that was like, were you guys, and so I'll just let you each share freely, but was it like, hey, wife, I really think you need help? Was there a little bit of that? Or was it mostly, hey, husband, I think I need help? Or was it a little bit of both? And how long did that take from the moment you guys were like, hey, one of you said we need help to the time that she finally finally fixed herself on some help? Like, what was that like? Um, and how long, what did that look like for you guys? Why don't we start with you, Andy? Sure, yeah. There was definitely a moment when... Dude, it was just honestly like kind of a scary moment for us and for our family where I was like, dude, we, we just got to do something like it, it's not really like kind of an acceptable situation. Um, and so we had been looking for different ways so um, to get Alex the help she wanted and needed. Um, it first started kind of like with, just, okay, we're going to set aside time on Saturday or Sunday where you're like away from the kids and you get some freaking time to go get coffee or read or nap or whatever, whatever. you want, yeah. like <laughs> or drive time, windshield time, whatever you think would be helpful. Um, that sometimes materialized, uh, <laughs> sometimes didn't, Yeah, just depending on our, on our circumstances that weekend or whatever. And so, um, you know, that wasn't the end all be all for us. And I think eventually we, you know, we came to the point where I was like, dude, you just, you got it. You got to do this. You got to find somebody. And we went to just kind of a typical therapist. Um, and it was like COVID time. So it was through zoom, but, and I remember that therapist like led like within the first like 15 minutes of the conversation, let my wife know that, you know, you just need to remember that like whatever, you know, you say, like I may have to take it to CPS. Mm. And, and it was just like this, like really like mm. chilling um, conversation, you know, like, I mean, it was just like yeah. scared her even more. Like, it's like my, you know, and Alex is like, a great heart, she's a good mom. And it's like to put her into that, like kind of fear, like she continued on with her, but it was a difficult, like mountain to climb up. I think like, I mean, it was just like, you know, you kind of like put her off balance from the very beginning. So interesting. Uh, yeah. from there, she did a few months. There was some relief, but we didn't feel like she was being provided like tools like mental tools, right. Like to make moves. Like we, and it was more like, you know, just a place to express grievances or difficulties and to be, and to be reaffirmed. And that's an important thing to be affirmed and to be told, like, 
you know, validated. You're not, you're not crazy for thinking these things. Like you're, yeah, you know, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and she was given that outlet, but she wasn't like moving forward. And so yeah. at that point, Alex really took the reins, and she knew, like, hey, I, you know, I want something better. I want something richer. And so she, I think she started looking for it. Yeah, that's so interesting. I hear that a lot. And I actually have friends who are therapists. I, I have nothing personally, no, no, like, vindiction or whatever that word is for, like, against therapy or anything. Um, I did also use therapy and had a similar experience in my personal journey. I'm what I'm not saying is that therapy isn't good for some people sometimes. Um, and, and coaching is not a fit for some people sometimes. But I, I notice it's, um, it's when you want to move up and out and not just like process while you're in it and, but like actually move through it. That's when coaching either in addition to therapy or instead of therapy seems to be where most people like to hang out. So thanks for sharing that. That was personal guys. You're getting so vulnerable over here. What's going on? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's good. It's good stuff. You guys are awesome. All right, Colton, do you want to share with us a little bit about that moment for you and Carly? Um, yeah, so I was kind of against it at the beginning. Yeah, I didn't really understand. I didn't get what it was. Then by the time Aubrey was born and we had just moved fairly recently before that, she was just in a, a bad place and didn't have the support system that you know we we had with um like before some of you our, moved. our other kids. And yeah. so it was like okay, let's just, let's go for it. And let's, let's see if this is going to be helpful or I was still kind of skeptical, but I just, I knew we couldn't keep things where they were at because, um, that was just a, a hard place to be. What was that place like? Like, I, I know this is a separate question, but I feel like it's important that a guy say it in guy terms, like for another guy, maybe, um, what, what was it like as a husband I don't know what what was your wife kind of like at that time. What was what was your experience of her, and then what was the marriage feeling like? If that feels okay to share, sure. Yeah, um, she was just depressed, and our marriage just felt different. Like um, probably to both of you. Yeah, and she wasn't she wasn't who she used to be. Yeah, uh, you know, with little kids and whatever, like. You know, things were good. She'd gotten past the postpartum, but like getting back into it a little bit with having Aubrey and not feeling like she was supported. I mean, it was just like, I don't really know who you are. You're not the version of my wife that I fell in love with, want to be around, you know? So it's so hard. I, I want you back and I'm, I'll pay anything for that. So, oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> makes me want to cry. I remember that conversation between my husband and I, he's just like, he didn't, he didn't say it so sweet like that. <laughs> he was like, why are you so angry all the time? <laughs> Mine was more ragey. I would kind of flash between like mopey and ragey and like everything he did was wrong. And I knew I wasn't being normal, but somehow I was like, well, he needs to make it right. But deep in my heart, I knew that wasn't ha- going to fix it because he would do things right, even the way I asked him to. And it still wasn't quite right. Like it was just, it was definitely me. I was, I had to own that. We both had to, not that he's some perfect person, but like I had the baby, it was my body that was totally rocked. And I had to figure out, you know, and my mind and I had to figure out how to make it better. That's kind of sweet. Thanks for sharing. Um, 
Alex, would you like to share as well? Yeah. So um, we've actually, we're, we're no strangers to coaching. We found coaching probably about four years ago. Cool. Um, and so it took us a little while into postpartum before we recognized um, that, that we needed help because yeah. we had the tools that have been given from coaching in the past, but just, they, they weren't quite cutting it. Um, and, and I got to say, kind of sorry to interject here, but no, you're good. this is for everybody to know you guys, but also like people listening, I, I don't just do coaching. So it's really important you guys know that. So when you hear people coming to me after they've worked with other coaches, it's because I also do a lot of mind body connection and like getting into your body. We do a lot. I don't do like hypnosis or anything like that, but I do do meditation and we do energy work. And I teach you what that is in my membership and in my course, the postpartum anxiety course, which is all, we're going to talk about that at the end, lizzielangston.com forward slash course. But yeah, so I just want you guys to know that there is something there that makes me different that I feel like women, particularly that have done coaching, even they kind of come here for that next level, kind of the more intermediate to advanced. (laughs) Yeah, and that's that's actually what we found. We were trying the the tools that we had received before, and like I said, they they just weren't cutting it. And yeah. things kind of came to a head um, with a couple of events, and we we kind of left thinking, okay, we, we we need help. And we we both realized um, we coming coming out of these events that that something has to change. And we we um, we started searching, I guess. We, her, she started searching, Brittany started um, searching for a coach specifically uh, that works with postpartum. Yeah. Brittany talked with you, talked with me. We had some phone calls and for me, I, I really wanted, um, I really wanted to know what, how, what, what I, what I could expect from not, not to sound selfish, but I wanted to know what, what, what could I expect progress to be made? What would progress look like? What would it? Yeah, totally. Um, and and that when we found that you handle those other things, the, the, the energy work and the mind body connection and the, um, and for us, some releasing of past traumas and healing. Yeah. Yes. And that's really, that's really where we were looking was for childhood. Was for healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Does there, I don't want to cut you off. Was there anything else? That was about it. I was about getting to the point where I was starting to ramble. So thank you. <laughs> no, you're good. I remember you guys really, you particularly and okay, wait, Alex, not Andy, Alex saying, um, does this encompass like all the stuff, like the childhood stuff too? Cause you both had kind of messed with all this nonsense long enough to be like, okay, we gotta, we gotta address that too. And, um, I was so happy to be like, yes, I do work on that. And so many people don't, and it really needs to be addressed and you're totally spot on, like good for you guys. Um, so yeah, that is part of what we do. We pull through, uh, that trauma, that deeper trauma stuff. Although it doesn't have to be deep pulling it out. It doesn't have to be all, we don't relive it necessarily. Right. So I teach women how to safely, um, go back to their past selves and heal, um, and release or just kind of lay to rest some of that stuff that impacts our current relationships, our decisions, our people pleasing, the way we do or don't set boundaries, all that stuff can really revolve around a lot of childhood stuff. And for some women, there's more childhood work than other women. Um, but ultimately there is some for everyone. It feels like <laughs> me included, like everyone, you know, so, so good. And we love our parents. They're amazing. So, okay. 
what would you guys want to say? I'm like, I could think of more questions, but knowing that husbands might be listening, maybe, maybe we better wrap it, (laughs) get close to wrapping it up. Um, what would you guys say to husbands who are, who are looking to maybe consider this membership or, um, you know, making that commitment of getting help for their, for their wives with coaching with me, particularly, what would you want to say to them? So I, I would say it's worth it. Um, the, the changes that I've seen in Brittany, um, could you over the, give us some specifics on that, by the way, I didn't ask, but like, what are the changes? Like, cause you were really so serious about seeing changes. What, what have you seen that makes you come I, here to want to talk about it? Um, I've seen a lot more emotional, emotional and mental stability, um, a lot less volatility. Um, I've also seen she, I've also seen she's been able to accomplish things over the last six months that we've been trying for years. Um, to do, particularly in the forgiveness department. Um, and to be able to see her make those strides is, is it's, it's incredible to watch um, stuff that, to see the results of stuff that we've tried to work on for, like I said, for years, yeah. we've tried many different routes and to see, to see her finally make, make those, make those leaps and, 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 cro- and close those gaps and mend those bridges has been really amazing to see. That's beautiful. And it's, it, I, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't trade that for any amount of money in the world. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, Colton, maybe do you want to go over like what changes you've seen and maybe what your takeaway would be to husbands, what you'd want to tell them? Sure. Yeah. I would just say, um, I would kind of agree with Alex that Carly is a lot more kind of even temper. There's a lot there's a lot less volatility. Um, and you know, there's still emotions, positive and negative, you know, that hasn't changed, but just the overall, she's, she's more consistent in who she is. She's more, um, accepting of who she is. She, you know, is, is confident in being, being a mom and being, a flawed mom because none of us are perfect. And, um, you know, I think she's just, and that confidence just is so amazing because it helps in all kinds of other aspects. She goes and does things that maybe beforehand she wouldn't have done. Um, like she's more willing to go talk to neighbors and, um, you know, interact with other people that she maybe wouldn't have in the past. So that's so cool. Yeah. And what a gift to your babies too, right? Like, of course it's blesses the marriage and other people. And then like your kids, I think that's what I, as the coach, right. Helping these women make the changes that I definitely had to work very hard to make on my own without like a postpartum coach to help me. That's why I became the postpartum coach. Um, that's what I get really excited about is like the next generation, you know, these mamas who are becoming emotionally equipped and able to help their children you know, each generation just does a little bit better. We just do a little better. And so I love it. I love that we're, we're doing this and, um, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing. All right, Andy, what you got? I I like that kind of emotionally equipped. I think that's like really appropriate because I, I remember like, and I've said it a long time and it's just like, look, the way you think about things like informs that the way you feel about things. 
Yeah. But that's like such a man way of saying it. Maybe I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's the like, model though. Yeah. It's like thoughts. But it's just like, yeah. it's just like, yeah. Like you, I remember like kind of like in the haziest days, right. It'd just be like, well, that's how I feel. And it's just like, well, like we need to change the way you think then, because like, it's not, it's, that's not, that feeling is like not necessarily an appropriate reaction to the circumstance that we're in and yeah. we, can, we can work on that. And so I don't know that um, Alex always uses the equipment that she's been given. Yeah. Like I think, but she's, she's got it. She uses it often. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is becoming more advanced. Yeah. In her use of it, in in her use of the like tools, yeah, and yeah. the use of her tools, like she's getting better at it. And um, I think, you know, I certainly fought, like can occasionally like fly off the handle or something. I don't know, is use my emotional tools, you know, and thought tools as like as well as I need to. And like I don't, I wouldn't expect Alex to always like be perfect. Yeah, but I know that and. And you know, healing is. This is not linear. Healing anyways. is not linear. Did you just say? Did you just drop a genius bomb? Dude, it's not linear. Like it goes up and down. You know, it's like it is it, like and, three you know, steps forward, like, a step back. Yeah. Yeah. So and so, I I don't know that. I, you know, I can't say that. Like oh, like now because of coaching, she's like perfect and everything. Like I hope you wouldn't say you know, that. Like I don't Maria help Von, people be like robots. Maria Von Trapp or something. No. You know. But like, <laughs> Um, but she's definitely like, you know, making moves like she's trying, like she's, you know, not in a position where it's like despairing over like her inability to change her reactions or change her like mood. Like, right. you know, like when she sees that she's on edge, she like recognizes it more quickly and she takes steps to mitigate that. Um, total, that's realizing. total lawyer speak, by the way, mitigate. Yeah, that's true. Just calling uh, you out. <laughs> she, like when she's like laying in bed, like when she's waking up and instead of being like, like, I have to get the kids, this sucks. Like, no, she like recognizes like, oh man, that's not a way to wake up. Like I need to make, I need to make moves, you know, I need yeah. to change something about the way I'm thinking about this. And yeah. I think just the fact that she was like seeing that yeah. is all. I think she's and and gains has gained some tools in order to in order to Im, improve that. I think I think that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think that that's been a value for us so far, and she's she's still going with it. She's still learning. Yeah, I will say Alex is is pretty new. Um, yeah, yeah to this work, pretty, it's been what like months, like maybe three months. Three months, yeah. Yeah. And then these guys, their wives are going on. I mean, Carly worked with me when she was, when your youngest was young, like, like days. I mean, I want to say like a couple weeks postpartum. Uh, he's coming up on 18 months. So, so it's been it like was, a year and a half right before COVID hit. So it was like that January was when he was born in 2020. Okay. Yeah. So it was about that time that we started coaching with. Yeah. Liz. Yeah, so she's going on like 18 months. And then um, Alex's wife, Brittany, it's been almost six. Or it's probably been about six or so because she's... 
Yeah, I think it was about in February of this year. So yeah. yeah, about six months. So yeah. Um but I I did specifically choose to Andy to have you talk about Alex because she has really dug in and like done so much work. I see her work really hard and like diligently. And she's had some big wins. And I will say that this work compounds. So take everything that you've seen her create thus far times that by like three over the next year and a half. So that's the fun part. That's why I always yeah. recommend like 18 months is like that sweet spot. I think 18 months is a really good amount of time to hang yeah. out in the membership. Go ahead. I mean, I think she'll be a saint. Like I have no like doubt. She is a saint. That. Yeah. I, I can mean, see her. Hey, Lil. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, or is becoming, you know? So, yeah. yeah. No, she's awesome. You guys, all of your wives are so great. I want to thank you guys for coming and also for saying yes and supporting your wives. I mean, not that wives can't get help if their husbands don't say yes. By the way, wives, did you know you can still pay for help if your husbands don't say yes? Just putting that out there. There's many different ways. (laughs) Not encouraging it, but sometimes it, it can be the best thing. So we're so, no, we're so grateful you guys were all here and that you're willing to support your wives still continually to this day. And thank you for the work that you've done. Like in this podcast episode, my hope and my prayer is that this will go to the ears of wives and husbands who maybe are in that, remember that really hard time where you're still trying to figure out what help to get and how much help and, and if you like what that's going to look like and all of those kind of big decisions right there. So my hope is that this comes to people husbands and wives kind of in the crux or partners, man, not everyone's married. It's fine. So wherever you guys are like in the crux of that hard time postpartum, that this can, can be a light to you of hope um, because these women and frankly, their husbands and and families have experienced uplifting and um, more emotional capacity and resiliency postpartum. So if you or your wife, okay, well, my program's for women, not husbands, but um, if your wife would like to get help, if you want your wife to get this help, um, wife, if you want your husband to be on board for this help, just go to lizzielangston.com forward slash course. That's L-I-Z-Z-I-E-L-A-N as in Nancy, G-S-T-O-N as in Nancy.com forward slash course. And that's where you'll find the postpartum anxiety course. This is my course that I've crafted after about 900 hours of coaching the wives of Andy, Alex, and Colton, as well as probably a few dozen others over the course of two or three years. I developed um, basically a three-step process, calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life. You learn how to really bring down your triggers with the postpartum anxiety. You learn how to reconnect with your self-worth so that that pulls you out of depression. And then finally, we really help you to um, address that childhood trauma. You also learn how to um, bring your body down and calm it down in a worked up state, whether you're worked up with anxiety or anger, any of the emotions, it works. And like you heard these guys say, it doesn't turn anybody into a robot that's perfect. So don't anybody be looking for that. Hopefully you don't even want that, but it helps you better navigate the full spectrum of emotions of the, the human experience. So again, just go to lizzielangston.com forward slash course. There you can buy the postpartum anxiety course, which has that three-step process in it, as well as take a look at the ongoing membership for added support once you've gone through the course. I hope you all have a blessed day. Colton, Alex, and Andy, thank you so much for being here and we'll see you all next week. Take care guys. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. If you love what's on the podcast, you're going to love 
my postpartum anxiety online course. The course is designed to help you manage your anxiety, reconnect with yourself to avoid deeper depressiveness, and then address any broader traumas from childhood and beyond. To purchase the course, go to lizzielinkston.com forward slash course. That's Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, Langston, L-A-N-G-S-T-O-N.com forward slash course. I cannot wait to see and hear how you transform in the online course. I'll see you inside. Thank you.